in episode 46. Oh yeah, this episode has a number. We go over a really cool trip and then we just we just veer off the highway and talk about seven different things, end it on some Ultra 4, really knowledgeable talk. What's up everybody? I'm ready, Mike. <laughs> What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast brought to you by Keep It Simple Off-Road. I'm your host, Mike Austin. And I'm Max Kraus, and we're taking you from the garage to the trail. Right. I'm bringing the energy today, boy. Oh, you finally found some, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm so glad to be sitting in the chair, man. I was moving all day. Dude, I woke up this morning and kicked ass on the Peloton bike because it showed up. Nice. What'd you do? Um, Like like a lot of miles or time? What what does it go by? I don't know. It's a bunch of classes. I just picked one of the classes and did it. It was like... 30 minutes, but I didn't do my heart rate hit like 178 max. And it, bro, when I got off my leg, my legs were just shaking. Oh, jello. Yeah. Jello, huh? And you can't like, yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You can't walk. But what's cool about it is this isn't a, you know, a Peloton commercial, but you know, oh, really? I love, I love spin classes, right? I've always taken them. It's always been one of my favorite things, but on you know she'll be like the late or the instructor will be like all right man reach down give that a quarter turn you know what i mean like on the resistance and then she'll oh, okay. be like, you know but you don't you're just doing it you don't know if you're doing good bad you don't know if your cadence is right this machine tracks everything bro it tracks your cadence it tracks your resistance and they tell you in the classes they're like kick down we want that re- we want the cadence between 80 and 100 beats per minute and you want the resistance between 40 and 45 and and so that because there's moments where they want you to go slow you know what i mean and you're trying yeah, to stay yeah. setting down and i never i always just pedaled fast because that's how i pedal you know huh. so to try to keep it on the it's a way different workout when you can actually track your cadence of your pedals and everything and the weight resistance it's badass dude dude what's cadence <laughs> how fast you spin the cranks oh okay 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 yeah you know how oh, like rpms yeah, i gotcha yeah they gotcha. call it a cadence it's your cadence huh. bro <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Did you I've, never put a I've tracker never... on your BMX bike when you had to? Oh, you just did street, huh? Did you never... I don't know. Like, I, I never put a tracker on it for like mileage or something. Yeah. Or, like, no, no. When we raced, we had put them, we put them on our cranks and the wheel and everything so we could tell if the kids were goofing off out there, if they were really pushing, you know? So, huh. Cadence. I would think that's a totally different meaning than crank rotation or whatever. Huh. <laughs> like cadence is like uh it's like a behavioral description you know what i mean nope <laughs> anyways <laughs> not with english but hey that's okay yeah. it's your second language right okay that's, homie. It. that's it right on what do you oh got? wait go for it you gotta go for it remember oh. we're gonna go over some updates right you apparently i heard you had a little gripe oh yeah yeah we're gonna get right into that <laughs> this is my huff and puff moment. I need to come up with a uh, like a short, like a list, a name for this. You know what I mean? Like you're on my shit list or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yes, but it, it's it's got to be um, multiple meanings, right? You can't just you don't want to just have a shit list. Like, what if it's something good or yeah. like praising? You know, I mean, we got to think of something good. Yeah, it could just be like my list. But so this is actually a buyer's beware, and the reason I want to bring this up and it's so important to me is because we mentioned it on the last podcast that I had bought that double shear spindle, you know, with the sleeve and it's going to be badass. And we did that whole thing about it. Well, I bought that from comp four by four.com and the, everything went great. You know, I I put in the order. I got my order email saying, this is your order. What paid with PayPal. 
and fucking charged my money and everything was cool. I got nothing, nothing. And I had mentioned in the last one, you know, I haven't even received a product yet. So, or even yeah. a shipping company. Yeah, no, no shipping. No. no, yeah. So I said I'd call him on Monday. I call. Well, actually, I tried to find the phone number. I couldn't find it anywhere, dude. So I was able to find the address on Maps, you know, Google Maps. So I went yep. to Google Maps, and then I just typed in, like, off-road shops until I found it. And then I, f- I finally hid and buried in there under their parent company, some machine shop company. I forget what it's called. Anyways, long story short, the phone number is disconnected. So then I get on Google Maps versus Apple Maps, and it shows that location is permanently closed. I was like, what the hell? So I get on yeah, Instagram. Weird. I get on Instagram, and I see that they haven't posted in, like, a year and I was like, son of a bitch. So I sent them a message on Instagram, gave them a few days, still nothing. And then bottom line, these bastards, they're pieces of shit. Comp 4x4 is a gigantic, I wonder if I could have a sound effect of a big pile of shit hitting glass. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do. I'm so <laughs> pissed off at them that they wasted my time. And I got to get a spindle on there. You know what I mean? But these crooks, yeah. these crooks, so comp, write this, people, write this down, people. Comp4x4.com is out of business, but the website is up and they are stealing your money, right? If you order and they take it, they will charge your money, but you fuck to get it back. Now I have to go through PayPal, write up a big bitch about it and try to get my money back, which I'm sure PayPal will give it back. But yeah, because well, you know. can't be, you can't be the only one that found their website for something you needed in the last year. Right. What kind of pile of shit do you have to be to do that? They're just taking the money. You know what I mean? Like they didn't return it. They didn't like it went there. It, they took the money. So like, yeah, you, I hope you sleep good at night. You f-ing dickhead. Motherfuckers. Whoa. So, <laughs> I'm super pissed off about it. And I don't want anybody else getting screwed by him. And I hate it when, when I listen to a podcast and somebody got screwed over and they don't say who the f- they got screwed over for. You know what I mean? Like give us all a yeah. heads up. So I'm telling all you listeners out there, uh, comp four by four again, comp four by four is a crook. They suck. They steal your money, and the website doesn't. The website's up, and they're just stealing from you. So do not order from Comp Four by Four. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm fucking pissed about it, dude. Yeah. If you haven't, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> so you know, even even if it was a mistake, you'd think they'd be like, "Hey, we had to credit your money back." You know, sorry, this wasn't supposed to be available. Exactly. Like you would think that that would happen, dude. Have some goddamn morals in your life. You know what I mean? Like, have some. I don't know how you could sleep at night. Let's say. You know, it's it's a shame that his business went under or whatever, or it stopped. Let's say COVID caused all this crap, and it's unfortunate for him and all that. Take your website down because, dickhead, that happened to everybody across the entire country. You know what yeah. I mean? And don't steal yep. our money. We're in the same f-ing boat you are. You know what I mean? I don't work for the government. <laughs> They're the only ones who didn't get in trouble with it. But uh, so at any rate, yeah, take your website down. Crazy, man. Son Crazy that stuff up. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Okay. Maybe we don't want to be on my list. <laughs> hmm. You know, this this reminds me of another example of the word cadence. Okay. It's it's an example. Like an example of cadence to me is a soothing tone of voice that a mother uses when reading stories to a small child. I do think you could have a cadence in yeah, you could have a cadence because cadence is a pattern or a repetition. It's a it's oh, a okay, that makes so, sense. Then that, I see how that would contribute to the revolutions and yeah. nighttime stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have a certain cadence, exactly like like when so I, I used to be in in EMT right, and when I was doing clinicals in the hospital, we would put people under like to reset a break or something like that. But every time we put them under, 
we'd have their mom in there or somebody that's really happy and we talk super soft to them because however they go under is how they come out. So if they're all fighting uh, you and combative and they go under combative, they come out combative. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and I've seen that when, when uh, someone got choked out one time, like they came out like, Oh, still in the fight. Angry. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like, no, like, well, you know, for one disoriented, but also like not in a happy mood for sure. You know, like, yeah. But if they went under in a not happy mood, that would, that would fall in line with yeah, it's what you exactly, just said. Exactly how they come Crazy. Out. It's like when you see the UFC fighter get knocked out or choked out and he wakes up and he's fighting the ref. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, he doesn't yeah. know he's not in a fight anymore, you know? So, Crazy. Yeah, good stuff. But on a positive note, uh, wide open design, top notch, man. Top notch. Yeah. That shit showed up a day early and it's beautiful. It's all packed. Too, it's I, it's packed so good, dude, and so clean. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I screwed up. I I ordered two t-shirts. One was a medium. I didn't I didn't put it to fat guy on both oh, shirts. Man. So I'm all bummed. I'm like those sons of bitches, and I'm pulling it out, you know. And it's like, what is this for a child? <laughs> I was like, what is this medium? But uh, no, it was my fault. I looked back at my receipt, and that was damn, a what a bummer. But yeah, I have all my outers in. I, I'm going to throw this thing together just to see how it all works and make sure that yeah, all the you, pieces you are to. there. Yeah. It's yeah. cool, dude. There's these two rubber, weird rubber. I don't know. They look like bump stops, but I don't know what they're for. So, huh. but they're definitely like for the kit. Yeah. I don't know. Awesome. I think it, I think it has to do with the Kingpin, but I just, I just don't know. But yeah, I, I I'm, uh, I'm super excited. I think next weekend I'm doing that diehard. I'm just, I'm going to flip a coin yeah. on Saturday. Cause now, Without having, would you have done that without a tire? Hmm. See, I was, I wanted that tire carrier back. I don't think on you can do it then. without a tire. I think you need all the tires. <laughs> I mean, the spare tire, silly. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, like I do collateral damage, I take the tire off, the spare off. <laughs> you know, um, remember when we hiked it? Everything looked pretty smooth. It, it didn't look jagged and crazy. Yeah. Remember, it was like a weird, dark, reddish rock, and that looked almost volcanic. Like real round. I mean, yeah. maybe volcanic's not the right word, but um, it it had a a lot different look than the normal table mesa rock. I know. I know. I want to take the windshield off. That would be ideal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna flip a coin on Saturday or Friday night and see how I feel. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, maybe we could leave it up to the fans, dude. So this Ooh. will come out on Monday, and we could say, Do okay, we, like what we'll, fans aren't gonna, what fans are gonna be like, mm, no, don't go wheeling, no, no, guys, no. you know? What I mean, because I'll give them the option. We can have, I can either go drive my jeep and wheel it, and just put up some pictures, right, or that whatever we take while we're wheeling, or yeah. if I ride with Richard, I'll actually do a video on it, like a whole vlog video on it. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Because you know, uh, you know that's way that easier. is such a tough choice because that's like a new trail that we haven't done. I know, but um having a great video of something would also be pretty badass and it'd be a great preview of what to expect you know yeah and that would give me time those... to build the 60 and then i would know the lines so i could take us in there yeah when i have the 60 yeah. on yeah or i could go in there and break it before the rubicon <laughs> so... oh wow nice <laughs> yeah what a Choices. what a plan i don't know right. i just know it's fucking at 116 degrees if i go in and break it that's gonna suck out there because it's yeah. way low, you know. So, yeah. Either way, I'm and gonna be willing it's next week. Out there, man. Remember when we drove in a, like a thousand mile circle? I swear, to, in order to, to and hike that part of the trail. Yeah, that was that took forever, huh? To yeah. get out to and it. that 
that road was so bumpy, dude. I was like, <laughs> that was that reminded me of the road when you're leaving um, Mud Springs. You yeah. know how like half the trail is just insanely bumpy and slow, and then the other half's like a good, cool wheeling trail. Yeah. But man, that, that getting in the first half and exiting the second half is just brutal, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the, just. The bu- that's how Crown King used to be. Like it took ten hours just because you couldn't go fast, no matter what. Wow! Right, sweet. All right, let's get on to the main topic. Yeah. Main topic was I forget. I know it's a trail, but do we have a name for the main topic? <laughs> no, it's not a trail. We just did an awesome five hundred mile trip through Arizona, as you know. Right. And um, hang on, my notes are off. Yeah, so so basically, this was a while back after I had built the Jeep. I had to run a trailer up to my my uncle Ted's or my uncle uh, Dana's house, right? Oh, you you did bring him the trailer. Yeah, you brought him on on the Jeep. Yep, you you towed it oh. with the black Jeep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Huh. All right. Yeah. You don't remember right, shit, bro. Your memory sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I like to look ahead to the future, dude. I'm not dwelling on the past for the no year. Way. So yeah, so but that started. <laughs> That, so he lives out by Kingman area, right? So yep. we hauled ass the trailer out to him, hung out with him for a bit. Then it started to get dark and whatnot. And then we booked up into Flagstaff, right? The whole goal yep. was just for us to go camping. And then the next morning or the next night, we were going to hook up with Gabe to run Sunflower Mine, which we've never yes. done before, right? But this this overland is kind of overland spontaneous sort of thing was off the just off the cuff. We just winged it, right? Yep. It was awesome. And it turned out fantastic. I know why it turned yeah, out. Because we, we started in the West Valley, Phoenix area where we live, headed out west on the 60. And I'm headed out west because I want to be a cowboy, You know, northwest towards Kingman. I mean, it was an awesome, cool drive getting out of the heat, you know, because Kingman is much higher elevation than Phoenix. And, right. um, you know, then, then we stayed way up by the 40. And into Flagstaff and by Mormon Lake, so because it was a summertime trip, yeah, and um, that was really one of the the biggest perks of that trip is getting out of the heat, you know, really enjoying a good big trip. But yeah, go ahead, uh, yeah. So you know, we were only at your uncle's briefly, right? I think we hung out for like an hour, yeah, and exactly. um, you know, we basically got him what he needed, and and you got to kind of say hello and and everything, and then, and then we kind of moved on in order to make the camping spot. Which right. I don't know if you want to elaborate <laughs> on the Mike Austin camping situation. So, but, uh, yeah, so this is an ADHD thing, right? And all those people think <laughs> that ADHD does not exist. It absolutely does exist because I've had to deal with this crap my whole life. If I'm given choices, it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, if I can get it down to two choices, no problem. I just flip a coin and go with it, right? But when it comes to campsites, I am so friggin' particular about which campsite I'm in. I just want it to be perfect. And I always have this urge that the next campsite's going to be better. So I always yeah. want to check them all out first and then go back to the one I want. And <laughs> But this is two in the morning. Yeah. We can barely see anything. There's no one around. And Mike's like, oh, no, 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 no. This one's too close to the road. You know, this one, this. And I think the first five, I was like, you know, I get it. Like, you do, you want to be away from the road. You want to do this. Like, but I think we only stayed there for like six hours, maybe. Yeah. And we didn't see another and, soul. <laughs> yeah, never. Just some and I swear, 
I think it might be a little exaggerated, but I swear we went and saw 10 campsites that weren't good enough. And in the end, we just chose a random ass whatever campsite. You know, it was like yeah, nothing special. It still yeah, was yeah. a beautiful campsite. It, it did. Yeah. It did come out great. You're right. Yeah. I think the roughest part was that we had already been driving so many hours and it was, I don't know if it was really two in the morning. I mean, it was definitely after, I would say it was after midnight. Yeah, but, um, it was definitely after midnight. It was definitely late. And then, you know, we still had to set up camp. I think we were starving, hungry. You know, we even, thirst, I don't even know if we thirsty. started a fire, did we? We might have had a fire I, and a few beers. I don't, yeah. Maybe, just very briefly. I, I think you're right, yeah. Dude. I think we sat around a little bit just to kind of unwind and, and enjoy it for what we could. But I think we were both just dozing off already and, and then decided. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Then decided to what? To go to sleep. Yeah. I have an awesome, funny, well, fucking, it's a pretty funny story, right? That has to do with pulling into camp in the middle of the night. So, so a quick little tangent. So, you know, Wayne, right? Our buddy Wayne. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. From Bike Shop Wayne. So, like, um. At any rate, <laughs> I meet him. We hadn't gone camp. It was like our first camp trip of the season, right? And we got all the kids out there, and like we're just so you know you know that feeling. You're just so excited to get out of the valley, right? Get up yeah, out of oh the yeah. heat. So we get up towards Mingus Mountain area, right? And we go up in there and we head back towards like Smiley Rock Trail. And but we got into camp. I don't know, fucking eleven thirty, dude. It was easy eleven thirty midnight. So we get the kids out, and I hadn't seen Wayne in like a week. You know, like we're catching up we're slamming some beers it was the weather was absolutely perfect dude we have our dirt bikes out we're gonna do a big dirt bike ride in the morning you know everything is literally it was perfect you know you got that crisp smell of the pine trees everything's good we're talking we're slamming beers and we hear this guy whistle from the background he whistles (laughs) and he goes you aren't the only one on this fucking mountain. <laughs> we were like, ooh, shit. Were we being loud? We thought we were literally around no one, dude. We didn't see yeah. anybody. And this dickhead yells from across the way because we were being too loud. It was pretty funny, man. But That's that's pretty damn funny, though. Because, you know, I wonder, too, if, if sometimes, if however the hillscape is, is, wherever you're camping, I wonder if you can echo, like, down the hill to them, too, and, like, make it worse than it really is, you know? Oh, I'm sure. Com- com- compared to, he might, you might have not heard any noise from him, because it doesn't, like, maybe the sound doesn't travel well in your direction, but it travels great in his, Dude, for some reason. We were definitely not trying to be quiet, by any stretch of <laughs> the imagination. We were just so freaking happy, dude. That's was, awesome. Like, when I pulled up with Orange Chris on uh, the Piat draw one. And he was so excited to see somebody, you know, we're all same thing. We're talking super loud and drinking, you know, like that's actually one of the best parts of camping is when you get to camp. So especially after a long ass day. So especially if it's like nice and early and you got time to set up and chill. And I I think it's way better to split up a big trip with some camping than, um, you know, either show up at midnight or head out really early or really late. I think it's worth it to make it a two day thing and, and take your time and enjoy it. You know, I do too, man. I, I, I hate rushing a big ass long day like that. There's, I just don't yeah. like that at all. Yeah, I agree. Me too. I agree. But the reason I love this camp trip, it's literally probably my third now in line of the favorite. My favorite was the Rubicon. My second favorite was the 800 mile overland trip I did solo. And then yep. this is the third one. And I'll tell you why for me anyway. When we know we woke up that morning 
and we we're, we just had a destination where we had to be to meet up with Gabe like six o'clock at night or whatever sunflower mine right yeah we we I had this old school GPS that just showed north south east west with a big arrow and we just we just drove south. And if it started to veer to the west, we would turn left. And if it started to veer towards the east, we'd turn right. <laughs> yeah. And we just tried to get all the way to Sunfell Hour Mine. And we almost made it all the way yeah. on dirt. Yeah. All the way from Mormon Lake down to that Sunflower area. Yeah. Um, that was remember we had we even like had to slide down a big steep yeah. hill where we're like we said, like, we're not gonna be able to make it back up this. It was like loose leaves and I think yeah. the ground was damp. You know, with a lot of trees around, and Dude. we just went for it and and found the other end of that connecting trail somehow. I mean, what was that awesome. was pretty cool. Yeah, You're right. that's what took all day. Right? I I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that but, was uh, that's what made that trip so long and so good too. Yeah, that's where we're sitting at the top of that, and exactly, we, I go, we could never go back up that if we go down that, and we we're contemplating, yeah. but you could see the road we needed down there. We we saw another road. No, you're right. Yeah, and, you're right. And you just fucking took off. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh-huh. we should probably try to find a different route. And you just booked down it because it was essentially you dropped yeah. into a, a wash where two mountains come together, and you slid yes. down the wash to the a next ravine. One. Yeah. yeah, dude, it uh, was awesome. It was totally awesome, man. The, the, yeah. Just to, to hell with it, go for it. That's what was so awesome about it. And the fact we had no idea where we were going—that was the best. Yeah. Yeah, weren't you following like a path that you had hiked or something no, while you were on following, a hunt or something? Nope, I was just keeping the GPS south. That was it. Oh, okay. I okay. only pointed us south, and if we started to go left or right, I, that's how I knew to take a right or a left. Whatever road uh, we got to next, we just went right. <laughs> if we needed yeah. to go right or did, we went left. It did work. I mean, totally we found worked. our way back to like the, the highway and all that. and yeah. You know, we didn't really know where, but... <laughs> it was dope, knew. man. But we knew just keep going south to Sunflower. And I like, you know, like grassy plains and bulls and fucking mud. I like all that stuff. So, Yeah. And it's so different. You know, everyone thinks Arizona is just sand and rocks and desert and and like rock washes. But, man, once you get up into like northern Arizona or like the middle of Arizona even, there's a lot of plains and just stuff you wouldn't really expect, you know? Yeah. And then then to top it off, when we meet up with Gabe – and we have, uh, we had first, that was our very first trip ever through Sunflower Mine. We did it in the middle of the night yeah. and it was so, it was like one of the first trips of the season because it was so overgrown. Remember I was like, yep. we're, we're like in a fucking jungle, dude. <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> and that huge cliff on the, uh, when, you know, when you work that, when you work your way to the rock crawling trail entrance, yeah, the big you know, there's road. that huge drop off. And I think it was like a full moon run. Yep. Like, weren't we trying to keep the lights off even at one point? Dude. Yeah. It was just awesome. And then, yeah, it, it was, and we didn't, you, that's the thing about night runs. You don't know what you're getting into, you know? Yeah. And, and some of that stuff in the wash was just wicked, dude. Remember, yeah. Remember that guy with that really nice, I thought it was a Patriot Jeep when he didn't want to smash up his rock sliders, you know, <laughs> we're like, I, I do remember that. Yep. And and everybody was like pushing on the body. And I yeah. think he just had like the stock plastic, like rock slider steps. The steps. I yep. think that was the problem. I, I don't think they were actually rock sliders. Yeah. And he was super paranoid about hitting the body and we're like, Hey man, this is like, you should have looked up the difficulty of this trail a little better, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if if you can't let a, you know, if you can't let the the step or the rock slider be usable, you know, I'm sure that that's that's in the description of this trail, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was because Gabe was always really good about posting the minimums of what you need and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and of course, anything out here, everything in the desert is trying to kill you legit. So yeah. everything out here, you, you have to understand you could have body damage on anything. So you should always be prepared for that. You know what yep. I mean? God, you know what? I got a little side tangent of my own. Do I it. went and saw another buddy today, Kenny, while I was already on the other side of town. And um, he's going to Sandy Beach today. But in the boat, oh, nice. and he, yeah, and he is, um, I was telling him how you and I did it, and we kind of went over the Instagram photos, and he had heard how crazy the boulders were, but I guess he hadn't ever seen photos of it, because that trail is not very easy, there's not a whole lot of info online of, like, how to get there, yeah, it's one of the you hidden, know, there's no, like, ones. GPS track, yeah, it's like, I, either you know or you don't, you know, or you got to get in with, like, a group that knows, yep. But um, I was telling him about it, and I was like, dude, you do not want to take your nice four-door JK in there. <laughs> like, I, I, I always make the joke where I tell him, I tell everybody that the Sandy Beach Trail, it's an 85% chance of body damage yeah. per corner. Yeah, per <laughs> like, corner. <laughs> like, every corner has got its own <laughs> chance of damage, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I would do that now, too. I would do that run right now. If anybody God, wants to go. I know. We did it in July. I looked at the yeah. videos. We did it in July. Yep. So And I, I remember we just got really lucky on that, you know, when we did it a few years past because it was overcast all day. And then remember the, the really tall canyon walls? When there was sunlight, the sun was already setting, I assume, like on the way out. Yeah, we did so, it at the um, right time. We were, yeah, we were in the shade most of the day, either overcast or the canyon walls. Yeah. And um, that really worked out well. Yeah, the hard part was the highway home. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like four hours each way. Plus, we were at the freezing lake. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I know, which is crazy. Dude, I was purple in that damn lake, dude. I don't know what. <laughs> dude, it was, um, I actually loved that trip. That trip didn't kick my ass. I remember trying to do an interview with you at the end, and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing a fucking interview. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, you I am going home, dude. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. That's funny, dude. And you know, getting in and out of the Jeep, it's 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 not only um exhausting because of the heat, it's a very challenging trail, you know. So um Yeah, I yeah, love it's it. men- it's mentally draining as well as exhausting. Oh, that was we're way off topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, let's hey, just talk about this trail. Screw <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do one trail, stick on topic, and that's it. Oh, that's funny. Oh well. But it was it was relatable. And what what a cool trail, dude. I one hundred percent agree. Maybe yeah. after you get the, uh, if you get Die Hard out of the way, mm-hmm. maybe we can figure that one out, you know? Yeah, I w- I'm always and down for planet. adventure. And then you got you could always do that big loop that I did on the Overland trip that I did alone. That yeah. we pop out at Pyatt Draw. We could camp there. You know what I mean? I, I left Pyatt oh, Draw. that's where you pop out, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's Payson. One, but... of, the, one of the sections. Um, yeah. But it goes all through nice. like Alpine and it goes into New Mexico for a little bit. It's, it's badass, dude. But that's awesome. And we get to play in the dirty verdy. You come across the river, perfect time yep. for lunch. But you're, it's kicking your ass for a minute there because it's hot. But yep. <laughs> we're on another trail. That's funny. But yeah, <laughs> the, uh, hey, hey, what about this trail? <laughs> all right. Uh, closing closing notes here. Um, oh, you got notes, huh? No. Nice. No, no, no. I'm just making this shit <laughs> no. up as we go. But, you know, um, Bronco, the four Broncos coming out and they're going to reveal it. I've seen it. I, I keep seeing different pictures. Like, I, I don't know which one's the real one or not. Yeah. So on the the pictures that you have seen, what do you think? Um, I definitely like it. I think it looks cool. Like, it'd be like a cool, like, you know, like just a car to have. 
and I say car, I do not think it would be good for wheeling. I think it would be just like the FJ Cruiser, like too wide, too bubbly. Like I think the body sticks out too wide. And even if you got like um, full whip axles and like 40 inch tires under it, I just think you're asking for body damage. Like in, how about this for Arizona wheeling? Right. Yeah. Yep. It, um, I, w- I would not get it for like, you know, I've heard people say like, is it going to be like the new competition for the Jeep Wrangler? I don't think so. No I think way. way more Jeep Wranglers will be used. And, and the aftermarket is insanely available for Wranglers. You know, like we're, we're the brand new Ford Bronco, like it's going to be like a year or so before there's like cool lift kits or, you know, maybe there's coilovers one day, you know, like kits or. Yeah. And, and it's so hard to tear apart a brand new car that like is high tech and who knows what's involved in that suspension of that vehicle, you know? No way, dude. If it if, if it has a lot of sales, the aftermarket would be all over it, dude. Yeah, but in like a year, you know, when the JKU first came out in 2007, not all the parts were available in 2007. It, it took a while, you know, there's always like the two inch lift, like a puck lift. And then there's like a three and a four inch lift. And eventually someone made like a coilover kit, you know. But, so, um, so they're trying to remap the old Bronco, the original. Okay. It's a little tiny square one, right? versus the larger one but i saw a concept of the larger bronco like a 79 or full-size bronco that had a raptor front end on it and it looked so badass but this this thing this is this thing is the ugliest thing i've ever seen (laughs) okay oh so okay so you don't like it i I dislike i don't like it at all and you know it's gonna be like 30 or forty thousand dollars to start right so i mean i mean no different than a jk but um the front is so know, I, ugly it doesn't even it looks so wrong it looks like the eyeballs aren't even the, the headlights aren't even yeah. looking in the right direction it's yeah really, i saw really a funny ugly. i saw a funny meme of it where uh jku and uh and a oh god that, that toyota fj and is like their baby because it is kind of the two front ends merged to make that for oh, yeah yeah I bronco you know so and <laughs> You know, this the meme was something about like the JK and the FJ had like a one night stand, right. and then they're like, "Whoops, you know, nine months later, this guy." You know what I don't understand is on the Bronco, the old Bronco had like a recessed grill. The front end of it is a bit recessed. Old Mustangs okay. are recessed. Oh yeah, yeah, all I know this crap, right? Sure. But then these, what the hell are these guys drawing? Every one of these looks like giant <laughs> buck teeth. You know, like huge face, like the whole thing yeah. stuck out, all bug eyed and. Not good. Not good at all, bro. I wonder yeah. what... So you're not what getting I'm... one? No. No. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> no. weren't you talking about getting a new family cruiser? Yeah. Yeah. Not but, that. But I don't... Not this. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Horrible, man. Yeah, I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. The old Broncos look yeah. really cool, but I also don't like old... I mean, I like the... I've always liked the looks of the old Broncos, but I've I've gone four-wheeling with a, a handful of them. And they just don't wheel good at all, dude. Huh. I don't care really? what anybody thinks or I've, says. They're just not I've good. I've been out and um, when I was younger, you know, my buddy had a big old Bronco, like the, the really big one. And it was like on like 35s, lifted a little bit. And we would go cruising out in the mountains and like, you know, I mean, it had four wheel drive. Like it was very, it was capable. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, it's, I think it's very different to compare it to like cruising around outdoors, you know, and and using four wheel drive versus rock crawling. I think those are 
yeah two way two largely different categories you know well yeah so with the older littler ones they they I just from what i've seen they just don't work good i don't know what it is yeah. i don't that's the bronco two right is the little one no that's the really shitty one that's the oh okay that's okay. like the i don't know what the hell that was but my aunt sandy had one of them it was horrible but, but it uh so you have the old old bronco the original Right, which is really it's it's actually a very cool looking Bronco, and they're crazy expensive right now. But yep, um, and they do have a cool look to them. My older brother had one; they're they're very cool. And then the full size Bronco, they're just different categories. You know what I mean? Just like the I, little S ten Blazer yeah. versus a full size Blazer. But oh yeah, yeah. There's no that's that's a totally different vehicle. <laughs> yeah, with the exactly. same name. That's it. <laughs> but I saw like the the grill on um, uh, what the hell's that guy's name? The Ultra Four racer, he's racing a Bronco right now. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Anyways, I, don't know. I can't think of his name. It's not Levi Shirley. It's something else. What the hell is his name? Anyway, are you sure it's, are you sure it's not the Scout that they built on that TV show? No, 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 no. That's oh, Aaron. Okay. You know who's you know who's jumping out of his shit right now <laughs> is is Jason from Will and Wine and Whiskey, Mister Ultra Four. <laughs> He's yelling through the dude, earphones. Dude, those, those guys don't know shit. <laughs> that dude is yelling his shit right now, telling me who's driving this thing. What is his name, I think dude? I, I think I see it. I think I see one. Is it like with yellow rims, blue body, and the dude standing on top of it? No, that, that, that thing's badass. I've seen that one, too. Yeah. That one is cool. Oh, that's that's the Hoonigan one. That's the original old Bronco, right? So, like, no. Yeah. This it, guy, well, it looks like it. It's very cut up. Who did Milk Run? Who did that video Milk Run? Oh, are you thinking of the all blacked out one that raced through Mexico with all the hot chicks? Uh, Lauren Healy. That's it. It's Lauren Healy. Oh, that's not. That's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> so Lauren Healy drove a Bronco in and King of the Hammers this year, and it was badass, dude. So why don't they put that on the front of this ugly ass thing that they're about to release? Hmm. You know, I hope it doesn't look anything like what anybody has been leaked. That's what I hope. Like the body lines and. A little more of the work, you know. Like I'm just looking at a custom Ultra Four car with the word Bronco on the front, dude. That's it. He's in my like video. the one I like. The one I like that keeps popping up is the Von Gittin Jr. Yeah. debuting. That's the blue yeah. one. I saw that one at SEMA and at King of the Hammers. Like, and he was fucking hammering it. So Damn. and he finished, but but you know even. Oh, he's at least using a front. He his body has the lines of a Bronco. Yeah, it has and all the doors. Of it's panels. all shrunk. The grills all made, you know, yep, to resemble Bronco. Dude, the red one. Come on, dude. The that, red one looks badass, fucking... dude. I'm just talking the front. It end. is badass, but it doesn't look like a Ford Bronco. Yeah, but you just take the front end of that and put it on whatever garbage that they're trying to release, and it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is like. We're we're nobodies and we could fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Those guys suck. Uh, that's too funny. Every time I see that, like when they released the Camaro, I'm like, this is going to be so cool. What I don't understand, dude, is when you're at SEMA, you see the concepts. And when you're out at Easter Jeep Safari, you see these concept vehicles that kick ass. Why would yeah. they not go with those? Why do they have, why did yeah. they not go with they, the concept? I don't know. But you're right. Like, remember Jeep usually has like four or five concept vehicles and they yeah. go to moab they go here they go there and, and then they never they ass. never and they never go into production I don't, I don't know yeah they put out some ugly ass thing well jeep did yeah. jeeps have always looked good but yeah they make a few changes you know but it's it doesn't make any damn sense to me at all oh huh. 
Yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah, but, we need we need Jason and Chris help on this. We can't be right. we can't be researching <laughs> Ultra Force up off the off the cuff. You know, like those punks don't hey, listen. Li- hey, you know what? I just want to tell our audience: if you want Ultra Four info, listen to us, not Wheeling Wine and Whiskey. You know, it's not Ultra <laughs> Four Wine and Whiskey. You know, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> and that was terrible advice. And that's it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, next week we should be back in studio, back with the videos, so then you could too see what we're looking at. And enough of this quarantine crap. Right? Right. Yep. So right. on that note, folks, short and sweet. Right? Short and sweet. Alright. Alright, cool. Uh yeah, like, subscribe, follow, and share. Peace. Later. <laughs>